0: Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Flora Sands, the only woman to enlist and fight in World War I, was an expert in most facets of a soldier's life.
1: She could ride, she could shoot, she loved camping, she was very hardy, um, very fit despite smoking and drinking a huge amount.
0: That's Louise Miller, the author of A Fine Brother, a biography of Sands.
1: And she got a reputation as being a very brave and capable soldier. She was no mascot. She, she was there at the front of her own merits.
0: Miller's book about Sands has been optioned for a movie, and for good reason. In her time, Sands lived a life almost perfectly scripted for the big screen. Born to wealthy parents in Victorian England, her grandfather was an Irish bishop, Sands was, to put it mildly, a nonconformist.
1: If you look at her, her life before the First World War, she was clearly a rule breaker. She didn't have much respect for authority, and I think you needed those kind of characteristics to end up doing what she did.
0: Which was essentially to embrace, then thumb her nose, at the social norms of the day. When the war broke out in 1914, Sands joined a volunteer nursing contingent that traveled to Serbia a British ally that had been invaded by Austria-Hungary early in the war. The conditions there were brutal. Sands, along with an American nurse named Emily Simmons, treated scores of citizens, soldiers and POWs suffering from typhus and other diseases arising from horrific, unsanitary conditions. A year later, after Bulgaria invaded Serbia, She joined a Red Cross ambulance unit, and then, as Serbian forces were essentially overrun, Sands decided the boys needed some help. So she joined the Serbian army, trading her nursing bag for a rifle. She fought in difficult terrain and harsh conditions.
1: It's mountainous, it's midwinter. Um, it is constantly below zero. She, she was perfectly able to survive in these conditions, in sort of, not even trenches, really. I mean, she'd wrap herself in an overcoat and go to sleep on a bare mountain. That, that, that's what she had to do, along with the Serbian soldiers.
0: The Serbs were overmatched, though. Her regiment, Miller wrote, went from 2,000 strong to 500 in a matter of months. Many were killed, many more badly wounded, which later came to include Sands. One bitterly cold night in winter, Sands was nearly blown to pieces by a grenade attack. Unconscious, her right arm visibly broken and laying motionless on the ground, her fellow comrades didn't know whether she was alive. But a brave young lieutenant crawled close to her, took hold, and then other soldiers dragged them both to safety. The story made it to the press, and Sands became famous around the world, especially back home in England.
1: The British liaison officers attached to the Serbian army were overwhelmed with applications from British women who wanted to enlist in the Serbian army and follow her example.
0: Sands recovered. You can guess what she did next. She returned to the war, sealing her legacy, even if she has been mostly forgotten.
1: Of story's been rather lost, but what's fascinating is, of course, Flora did 100 years ago. What women in the United States, and now Britain, um, are only just able to do, which is again to kill the enemy.
0: I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash
1: Retropod.